Welcome to Econ Cafe 2021. I'm Mike Mandel, uh, author of the textbook Economics, the Basics. And I'm Sean Flynn, author of Economics for Dummies and the McConnell Principles of Economics textbook. And we're here today to talk about monetary policy, in particular, this week's speech by Jerome Powell. We're uh, making this podcast at the end of August, and the chairman of the Fed, Jerome Powell, has said some very, very interesting things this week about monetary policy, interest rates, and inflation. And we're going to try to tease these apart because no matter who you are, what he said is very important. Yes. And so I guess to frame it here a little, we've had a target, the Fed's had a target of 2% inflation for about 10 years since the financial crisis, and they haven't been able to hit it. They've been on the low side, um, 1% inflation. And so the Fed is now in a situation where we've got massively high unemployment and really low inflation. And even if you believed, and we can get in this, Mike, that there's a trade-off between inflation and unemployment, things are so biased at this moment towards trying to get people back to work that in some sense it would make sense in, for the Fed to have the authority and the power to go above the 2% limit. And, and Powell basically said that's what they're going to try and do here. It's part of a broader policy, though, of sort of long-run averaging. So what basically there was always this expression that the role of the Federal Reserve was to take away the punch bowl when the party was getting good. And what that meant was that the part of the Fed's role was to, as the economy heated up, was to make sure that inflation did not get out of control. What Powell basically said was that they were going to not take away the punch bowl so fast, maybe even spike it a bit. No, that's not right. Maybe <laughs> uh, that he would that that the Fed was not going to react very fast if inflation went above 2% because he wanted to encourage consumers to spend, businesses to invest, banks to lend. He wanted to encourage the economy to get going again, even as we were struggling to get past the pandemic. Yeah, Mike, I think that punch bowl metaphor is great. And um, the problem here is that the Fed is worried that even though there's hugely high unemployment and people think it ha that it has to stimulate to help get us out of this. People are also worried if, if you've got any money in the stock market or other places, savings, that you're afraid that the, the Fed may raise interest rates too fast. That is, it will take the punch bowl away from the party too early. And if people believe that ahead of time, this is a matter of expectations, then they might not actually want to save and invest or do anything today because they think, oh, yeah, the party is going to be lousy. The Fed will just ruin the party before it gets started. Why should I even go to the party? This is such an interesting period because at the same time that the Fed is worrying about inflation being too low, we're also running really large deficits in the, by the federal government. We're doing a lot of borrowing. And the Federal Reserve is pumping a lot of money into the economy. This combination has typically been one in the past that has led to increased inflation. And we remember back in the 70s when inflation in the U.S. was basically out of control. And you told this little story about the, the cans in the market. Oh, sure. Yes. Yeah. So when I was a kid, I was born in 73. And so I was six, seven years old during the big inflationary years at the end of the 70s. I remember going shopping with my parents, grocery shopping. And back then there weren't bar uh, barcodes and digital scanners. There were price tags on every item. So there'd be a physical price tag glued to every single can or jar or whatnot. And what you found with like canned goods that sit there on the shelf a while 
is that they would have like five or six price tags on them, one on top of the other, because due to the inflation, they kept having to raise the prices so much. But as you said, Mike, governments sometimes, if they get into huge amounts of debt, are willing to tolerate all that annoyance and cost of inflation because they think it's the only way they can keep their promises, whether it's Social Security or Medicare, Medicaid. We've got $100 trillion in unfunded liabilities. And so I think, yeah, we may end up like Argentina, just printing a bunch of money. Oh, I, I don't know so much about Argentina. I mean, Argentina has really good food and really good wine, but it's 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 a long way away at this point. So what's interesting here is that we're on on a cusp, basically. On the one hand, down one road, we see an economy which is maybe going to grow very slowly, needs as much stimulus as we can get from low interest rates, from the government running deficits. On the other hand, there is this still looming fear that inflation could accelerate and that would be that would be bad as well. And the question is for the Fed and for Jerome Powell, how do you steer between these two bad visions? And he's inching out a bit. He's inching, he's making it the Fed a little bit more a little bit more permissive and a little bit willing to let the economy run a bit if it starts to get going. Yeah, I think that's right. And we'll see if people um, cotton on to this new sort of plan he's got that they will allow higher inflation rates as a way to help stimulate the economy, keep interest rates down lower. But at this moment, um, after 30 years without a major inflation in any major economy, I think a lot of people are worrying a lot less about inflation than they used to, which means that I think they'll be receptive to this new policy suggestion of Powell. I actually want to make one point, Sean, which is a really interesting one, which is that nobody is actually quite sure why inflation has stayed so low, okay? Nobody is quite sure whether we have deflation from globalization and the low cost of goods coming out of China, or maybe a lack of inflation is the result of technology cutting costs. Because a lot of the prices in the technology sector for computers, for mobile phones, for internet advertising have been going down and not up. And so that's been a persistent force holding prices down. And the question is, how long can these forces persist when the government is trying to run protectionist policies against China and perhaps using antitrust against technology companies? Perhaps what we're doing is we're attacking the forces of low inflation at the same time that the Fed is trying to boost inflation. Yeah, I could I could very much see that happening. And there are lots of examples. Shipping containers cut shipping costs around the world by like 99% or something. And so, yeah, we've had these nice things going on. And then it could be that the Fed will accidentally, or the government more generally, goof everything up because if they basically prevent these companies that have been lowering costs and prices to consumers from operating, then we might get a situation where the prices are higher than they would have been because they're not doing any cost cutting. And we still have high unemployment um, because these firms aren't able to make a profit as easily as before with all the new government restrictions. So I think, yes, we could be heading into a place where things are almost exactly the opposite of what Powell wants. Now that ends kind of on a depressing note, but since we're cheerful most of the time, uh, Sean, that's okay. We will keep an eye on this. Uh, thanks very much. Okay, thank you, Mike. In this podcast, we talk about the chairman of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, and an important speech he made at the end of August. 
Historically, the role of the Federal Reserve is to take away the punch bowl when the party was getting good. That means as the economy heats up, the Fed raises interest rates to make sure that the inflation doesn't get out of control. In his speech, Powell implied that the Fed wouldn't take away the punch bowl so fast this time. He wants to encourage consumers to spend, businesses to invest, and banks to lend in order to get out of the COVID recession. And he is willing to accept a bit more inflation to do that. Then we talked about the possibility that Chairman Powell could be a bit too successful and encourage too much inflation. Sean told the story about growing up in the 1970s and seeing goods in the supermarket having to be relabeled multiple times because of the very fast price increases. Could this happen again? After all, the federal government is running huge budget deficits, which often leads to more inflation. And the Fed is pumping large amounts of monetary stimulus into the economy, which also leads to more inflation. And finally, we can't necessarily count on the forces of globalization and technology to keep inflation low. Fed Chairman Powell is doing the best he can, but even the best economists can't predict the future. Thanks for listening.